This is your host, Vernon Terrell with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And welcome to another edition of Walking Free. We took a little break last week for Thanksgiving, but I did think it might be appropriate to talk a little bit about this idea of Thanksgiving. And before I do, we have some exciting guests coming on. Uh, We've got uh, an author of a book. I'm not going to give you the spoiler right now that uh, we're scheduling to come on. I think you're really going to like the book and can't wait to have her join us on the podcast. We've got Some financial guys, you know, folks struggle. We all struggle with our finances and how does that intersect with God's grace and and walking in freedom? Well, walking in freedom financially. Often we just think of one or two things. These guys are going to bring it home a little bit on understanding our wiring a bit and how that relates to Christ working in us and how we deal with finances. That's going to be a fun, we're going to do a couple of episodes, I think, uh, with these guys. That's coming up. Can't wait to talk to them. Uh, Michelle and I, as you know, my fiance, an incredible counselor. We've got some podcasts together that we're going to share and just a whole bunch of stuff coming over this as we wrap up 2021. Can you believe it? We're getting so close. Today I thought I would just talk just a bit, maybe a shorter podcast today, on this idea of Thanksgiving. Don't know about you, I hosted Thanksgiving. Michelle and I did for my family. That was an experience. Never really hosted uh, an event with 12 or 13. Some of you host for 20 and 30, I believe, or more, probably. But Michelle comes, and uh, she had just got back from Oklahoma. She was there for seven weeks and uh, brought a turkey with her, praise the Lord, and (laughs) she cooked that thing made stuffing, my brother came, my mother came, my sister came, and her husband and her kids and my kids and all of us coming together in my house. That's a whole nother story, getting the house ready. And it can be stressful. Oh my goodness, it can be stressful. I don't know about you. And then we read the verse, and you know the verse I'm going to read, right? 1 Thessalonians 5.18, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You want to know God's will? Here's a nugget. Give thanks. And what does that really mean? Often we think of giving thanks. Uh, We think of, well, I'm going to bless my food. You ever think about how we bless things, or we bless our food, or we bless We bless something. We ask God to bless something. Most of the time, what we mean 
And so we said, God, I've got my agenda here, and I want you to put your stamp of approval and kind of sprinkle something on it so it's now, quote, blessed, and uh, that means it's going to succeed. It's like we're saying, God, I want you to make what I want to do successful as I define success. Bless my food so I can be stronger. Bless, you know, bless this food to what? The nourishment of my body, we often say. And you know, really in the, in the New Testament, you only see that word bless. And, that, and that's a little compound Greek word, that word bless, with E-U and as the first part and some variation of logos or logos which we know is the word, or speaking. And you means, can mean from, it can mean um, good or well, and to speak well over something. And often, in fact, a couple times you'll see that word used where Jesus was feeding the 5,000, and he blessed the food. He spoke well over, spoke well of the food, and then passed it and, and started that process of passing it out. Most of the time, you'll see the giving of thanks, which is really similar. Um, This word of thanks, especially in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, eucharisteo, that's you, that well, or charisteo, you is the first part, to well, and then you've got this charisteo, which is that also that root of charis, and it's this idea of, in putting this together, of thankful, of giving, granting is charis, granting, and goodness or well, and it's this idea of well-pleasing, some translation may say. Um, it's this giving of thanks, of being showing yourself as grateful, this giving of thanks. And that's why that word to give thanks, that's really one word. It says, I am giving gratefulness. I'm giving thanks. I'm saying thank you, Father, for this food. Instead of God, make this food do something for me. This idea of in everything give thanks, it's not for everything. Not everything in our life is good. But God uses all things for our good. There's some bad things that happen to you, to me, that is just part of living on this planet. You know, we quote the verse, the rain falls on the just and the unjust, right? There's some good things that happen and bad things that happen is a part of living in this fallen world. And 
Paul is telling us here, in everything, in everything, give thanks. And I like, it's I'm grateful. How can I give thanks in everything when my world might be falling apart or when the stress is so much? Our knee jerk is not to think of how grateful I am at that moment, is it? It's really how to survive. I think here Paul is saying, look, things are going to happen. And you're going to have some reaction times, and that's normal. That's okay. We're human. The Lord knows that. But when we can pause for a moment, or when the Lord prompts our heart, and we can say, you know, even in the midst of this chaos, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that the Lord is in me, working through me. I'm grateful that he has made me brand new in him. I'm grateful he's given me all power in Christ. I'm grateful that he is my peace. We can take a moment and give thanks. Not try to manipulate God and say, bless this so it works out and get me out of this mess. But I can say, while I'm in the midst of the chaos, I just thank you. And we can find, and what I like to encourage people to do is find joy. Look hard. Sometimes you have to look really hard. But find joy where you are. Find joy in the midst of your circumstances. Most of the circumstances may be just not going your way. But can you take a moment and say, Father, help me to find joy, the joy, because he came to give you joy, abundant joy. It's there. He's there. He's never left, by the way. He's always with you. There are so many scriptures with this word, thanks, the same word that we're talking about. First Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. Thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You have the victory. And we can take joy and say, Thank you, Father, that you've given me the victory, even when I'm feeling the pressure of that temptation or the pressure to react versus respond, I can take a moment right there and say, thank you, Father, that you've already given me the victory. And sometimes if we'll just take a moment to pause just for a millisecond with a grateful heart, that can change everything. That can bring the calm against the storm and calm all those feelings, that emotion, because we refocus. And sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes we get hyper-focused on the problem, on the person who we believe is the cause of the problem, 
or you know that situation. We we hyper focus, and it is a good idea to use that phrase to step back, to pause, step back, reframe, refocus. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you have given me the victory right now, present tense. You've given me the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, not through my own old, learned habits and ways. We call that flesh. But not through my old ways that I've learned growing up and I've done and they don't work very well. But you've given me the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. And I can rest in his victory right now. And when you take a moment to reframe, to refocus, everything changes. Your circumstances didn't change, I know. That person isn't changing. They're still being obnoxious and obstinate and whatever they're being. You're still the same brand new creation in Christ. And if they're a believer, they are too. They may not be acting like it. But we reframe, we refocus, and we thank God. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Thank you, Father, that you always lead me in triumph in Christ. That word triumph, to hold triumphantly, to cause to triumph, to have the victory. Do you know he is always leading you in triumph in Christ, always, never stops, always leading you in victory because he is the victor. He has won the victory and he's leading you and leading me always in victory. Thank you, Father, that right now in the midst of this chaos, you are leading me in victory isn't that amazing? He says it this way in 2 Corinthians 9, verse 15. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Thank you, Father, for your indescribable gift. You know, when, he's, when Paul was writing the letter to the Ephesians, and he was giving them some very practical guidance in Ephesians 5, 4, and he said, you know, there must be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse jesting, which are not fitting. I like that word fitting. Does that really fit you as a believer? 
And this is something you have to answer for yourself. Don't go around trying to fit everybody else and all the other believers in what you wear. But for you, are the words coming out of your mouth, the behavior, the attitudes, are they fitting? Do they fit who you are as a brand new creation in Christ? He said, this stuff just doesn't fit you. But rather, here's what really fits. This fits you perfectly. This looks awesome on you. You know, I've been going through and purging some old clothes. I'm not one who likes to shop. Sometimes I wear things that I remember my kids would say, Dad, you look, this was, you know, a couple of years ago, Dad, wow, you look so 80s, maybe even the 90s. Thanks, kids. They were right. It was like this old stuff, it just, I wore it, but it didn't really fit right. And so I'm throwing out some old or giving it uh, away and buying some things that really fit right, especially as I had lost some weight. I was on a little, trying to purge a few pounds. And uh, Paul says in Ephesians 5, 4, there must be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather, here it is, this is what looks really good on you, giving of thanks. That looks really good on you. The giving of thanks. That Eucharistia, that gratitude, that, that expression of gratefulness to your Heavenly Father, and by the way, to others. It's vertical and it's horizontal. It's thank you, Father, but it's also thankful, gratefulness to others around you. Can you imagine your relationships if you put on this new outfit called thankfulness and gratefulness to others? Well, they should, they should do that. They should do that. You know, as we put more shoulds and alts and musts on people, those become expectations. And it really becomes almost like a law that we put on our spouse, on our friends, on our kids. They should do that. What does the scripture say about law in Romans 4? The law brings what? Wrath. Do you have anger and, or uh, this underlying, uh, underlying frustration in your relationships? It's possible you're putting law in the middle of that relationship. And it always brings wrath every single time. It just does. But if you throw away the expectations and focus on what's fitting for you, what fits you well, holiness fits you well, righteousness fits you well, kindness fits 
you beautifully. Love is an incredible outfit. And Paul says here, you know what? All this other stuff, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit you really good. It looks kind of tacky. But here's what looks good, giving of thanks. If you substitute that expectation with thank you, no strings, I'm grateful for what you did for me, thank you. Not false, not manipulative, but I'm grateful. Always, he ends that chapter or starts to tie it together. Always, verse 20, giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The same idea as he said in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. I'm giving thanks for all of this stuff in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ because God is always for you, never against you. And though the world comes against you, your Father is always with you and your Father through the person of the Holy Spirit is in you to respond through you. Paul was no stranger. He practiced what he preached and what he wrote, and he wrote this in Philippians and in a lot of the letters. He said, I thank my God, Philippians 1.3. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you. I'm just so grateful for all these memories I'm not going to sing the song, don't worry. But I thank my God in all of my remembrance of you. This would be great, a great conversation to have with your spouse. Colossians 1.3, you, you could write him a letter like Paul did to the Colossians in verse 3, chapter 1, or you could just say it to him. Wow, you know, honey, I just give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm always praying for you. I'm so thankful for you. That could bust some walls down right there or at least start cracking a couple of uh, walls. And again, not to get something, not to manipulate, but in true, genuine gratefulness. Find the joy. Find areas that you can be truly thankful. Then thank God. And verbally, on a text, email, uh, uh, face-to-face, give thanks. Share your gratefulness. Share your heart. That's what I want us to take away from this Thanksgiving, that it's not just a time where, oh, it's Thanksgiving, let's get everybody together, have some turkey or ham or whatever is your, or veggies, whatever your meal of choice is. It's not just a holiday. It's an attitude. It's reframing, stepping back and refocusing on the good, seeing them as God sees them, as a new creation, loved, accepted, and valued, 
even if they don't see themselves that way. And finding the joy and finding how I can truly express gratefulness. Seeing the good, finding the good and acknowledging the good, speaking the words over them, to them, and to your Heavenly Father. I hope that this is something that will resonate with you. And I hope it's something that you don't just say, yeah, that's a good idea. I don't want us just to talk about it. That's not what this particular podcast is all about. This particular podcast is about walking free. Walking free. And so today I challenge you and I encourage you to not just talk about gratefulness and talk about thankfulness, but to stop talking and to start walking. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.